go to work, you can get paid, you can do it all with Kenny and Suede. You can get drunk, you can get laid, you could do it better with Kenny and Suede. It's decoms with Kenny and Suede, oh yeah, decoms with Kenny and Suede. Let's fucking do it! Alright, well, let's get to it. Let's get to another episode of DCOMs with Candy and Suede. Obviously, I'm fucking Candy. This dude is, uh... Suede! That was a good one. I just got hired as a radio host for uh, some for some soccer spot in Tampa Bay, Florida. So I'm practicing out my garbage voice. That should be. Is that how long you can do goal for? Goal. Oh, I mean, it is the European Soccer Championships right now. So don't you test me on how long I can say goal. Yeah, you might. Is it longer if it's the video game version of soccer? <laughs> It really honestly depends on how much weed I've smoked and how many beers I've had that day, but... What's your lung capacity for the day? Exactly. Where is the lung capacity end? But right now, um, my lung capacity is, you could say, five times. Ah, wow. You know, and you get, like, <laughs> five times the lung capacity with the number of children in this fucking movie. It's because I had uh, five adrenochrome shots this week. Adrenochrome? <laughs> Well, if you haven't guessed, um, today we're talking about 5-Gum. <laughs> 5-G-Gum? It's called 5-G-Gum. 5-G-Gum. <laughs> There's two Gs. Good gum um, No, we're talking about the movie Quince. It's a decom, just it's in a... case you haven't heard of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you guys know you're listening to decoms with Candy and Suede? And the only thing we ever talk about is decoms. Um, yeah, and I think uh, this is the 800th uh, decom of the year 2000. Because... Yeah, welcome to episode 800, guys. <laughs> We've been doing this 800 times. It feels like it, but it know. basically feels like it. It's probably eight, but not really. I think we're like. I actually, don't know what I don't know what the number is. I don't know what the or 14. Movie... Okay, Maybe. that's pretty good. I don't know. We're bad at this too. Yeah, I don't like math either, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about quince. We'll keep it simple. We'll keep it to five, right? Five quince. Quintuplets, five. you know. Last night, uh, I uh, called a friend of mine, and he was like, what are you doing this evening? And I said, I'm watching a Disney Channel original movie about quince. It's called quince. And he was like, how many babies is that? And I was like, <laughs> well, it's not Octomom babies because that's octuplets because that's eight and yeah. i know that lady because i have masturbated to her pornography <laughs> multiple times because nothing it, turns me on it? more than a woman who has had eight children come <laughs> out of her vagina at once <laughs> well i don't think they came out at once well, she's pregnant all at one time. I mean, did maybe you uh, one... did you jerk off to the Inquisitor photo? Is that no? The one I that you jerked used? off to her birth video when all ew ew that's gross. <laughs> that's just gross. Oh, it's less gross <laughs> to jerk off to her actual porno video. What? Get <laughs> out of here, okay? Fuck this lady. 
literally someone that. did but... on camera octomom anyway also, okay what well, how that many did you movie... think quince was when you first heard it though because i didn't remember i thought it was seven that's sept yeah how the fuck would i know that i don't know i knew that uh, you're smarter than me <laughs> i i literally uh, because... was like it's, because it's Hank, seven no, no, kids. No. It's one less than the Octomom is what I told him. And then I watched it and I realized it was five. <laughs> and I texted him and I said, it's, it's only basic five. It's geometry, duh. What I actually said was, I guess it's only five babies. <laughs> that mom's a chump. <laughs> That's not enough. I thought I was fully Five is not enough. Eight. The lady that had eight made a porno afterwards. Why do I care about you? You had five and your life was mediocre. Who fucking cares? Also, like, what was it about, like, the first five years of, like, the 2000s? Like, was there was just the full obsession with multiple babies. You know, there was, like, John and Kate plus eight and, like. The Duggar family? Yeah. Like, Like, what the fuck? Oh, you mean your weird family with 14 children and six of them are rapists? I'm shocked. Yeah, that also happened. uh, Yeah, why was that like they're just trying to push childbearing on millennials, I guess? fundamentalists are fucking (laughs) dark and have bad habits. It's wild. It's almost as if denying who you are turns you into a bigger pervert than just accepting it. It's like they knew every millennial was going to say, fuck having children. Yeah, well, I mean, at least we are. Yeah, fuck that. And it sounds like the people that we were just talking about said, we just had children and we should fuck them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. <laughs> oh, God. Stop glorifying having children. It's disgusting. I just mean, in general. It's, it's shocking that people are bothered by the fact that it still happens everyone should watch caligula and realize this is it's too much weirdos are all right we'll edit that out it's fine (laughs) (laughs) all right anyway you're right that was too dark i'm sorry i'll keep the first joke all right (laughs) let's talk let's talk about some uh some crew candace what movie are we gonna watch fucking quince quince Quince! Quince! It's all about the Quince, isn't it? It's all about the Quince. There's no room for anyone but the Quince. Just the Quince. You want to talk about our director here? I think this is like the first one where they uh, kind of switch things up from our normal DCOM crew. Um, I mean, A little there, bit. There's, little some, bit. there's some DCOM crew in here. Representing. There is. But they, they, uh, they, they broaden their horizons a bit. Yeah, I mean, we got some cool people. So the director... <clears throat> Oh my god, Burt Mike for the ages. That was solid. Jesus. It's all these uh, spicy waters I'm drinking. (laughs) Half of our audience just got hard right now. I hope you're proud of yourself. That was a female burp. (laughs) If you want more, that is $5 on Patreon. (laughs) Follow me on OnlyFans. (laughs) For burp content. All my burps will be on OnlyFans. (laughs) <laughs> probably make a lot so that. our director is uh bill corcoran 75 credits lots of tv movies 10 episodes of 21 jump street couple episodes of macgyver he did a movie called trust in me he did a movie called portraits of a killer he did left behind two with kurt cameron kurt cameron 
That was a really weak burp, Mike. I apologize weak. to all of our listeners. But he also did a movie called <laughs> Death Warrior, which I only mentioned because it involves a bunch of UFC fighters, Rampage Jackson, George St. Pierre, and Rashad Evans. And it's a pile of shit because they're bad at acting. Well, I've at least heard some of those names before, so... They'd be fighting people. You know. They fight people in the octagon for money. In the octagon. Like that joke in Napoleon Dynamite. I never got that. I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. You expect somebody to get knocked out wearing these bad boys? (laughs) Get about it. Thanks for that. All right. Well, tell us who wrote this movie. There's a couple writers, but um, the one that I was looking at, Matthew Weissman. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a dope dude. He wrote or was a writer on the original Teen Wolf movies, one and two, plus Commando. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Alyssa Milano. And also the Teen Wolf series. Yes. The MTV one. Okay, so here's where I'm going to blow your motherfucking mind about this guy. Because I didn't look up anything other than his IMDb credits. Okay. <laughs> so there's one other uh, writer. His name is Gregory Pincus. And he participated in Alley Cat Strike. Yes. Which I thought was cool that they collaborated on this with. But we're going to go back up to our first writer. And he actually wrote all of the movies that Candace brought up. And also a movie called Burglar. So Burglar is... The original book is written by one of my favorite authors of all time, dude named Lawrence Block. He does okay. weird detective novels under uh, Matthew Scudder, and he does these series of burglar novels. He's like a cat burglar thief that gets himself involved in different mysteries. That darn uh, cat. Not that darn cat, but <laughs> yes, exactly. That type of thing. So he wrote this movie, Burglar. Uh, which Bruce Willis, before he became famous for Die Hard, it was the movie that he was trying to make for a very long time, and he wanted to play the main title role. And it eventually never got made with Bruce Willis, but it got passed through, and the role went to Whoopi fucking Goldberg. And the movie what? is called Burglar, and yes, it's crazy that they took Lawrence Block's character of a older white dude and made it Whoopi Goldberg still a fun movie but read Lawrence Block novels Matthew Scudder's great and the burglar novels are great but what I have to say about the partner of our guy I'm sorry I didn't write his name down what was our guy's name oh Matthew Weissman Matthew Weissman so his partner for Teen Wolf Commando Teen Wolf 2 and Burglar happens to be a man named Jeff Loeb. Who's that? Jeff Loeb is the writer of The Long Halloween, Hush, Dark Victory, Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Superman, Daredevil, Catwoman. Jeff Loeb has created every amazing DC comic book that you read in the last, like, probably 30 years. I mean, The okay. Long Halloween was the basis for uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight. Sick. He wrote the subsequent books that followed it. Hush is one of the definitive Batman graphic novels. 
Jeff Loeb has gone on to write for, again, Wolverine, Superman, Hulk, Spider-Man, uh, Daredevil. He is a producer for every single Dis or, uh, DC movie that has happened since all of this. Yeah. And it's really crazy that he was partners with this guy for it's all like of their original random. screenplays while he was doing all these amazing things. And then... They stopped writing together. This guy wrote Quince and didn't do anything else. And Jeff Loeb went on to create basically like, every single Batman book that I love Damn. And today. Yeah, that's fucking tight. Yeah, pretty wild. Jeff Loeb wow. is the absolute Cheers man to when that. it comes to graphic novels. We'll drink to Jeff Loeb. And also, yeah, also an amazing producer for basically anything. That has to do with DC or Marvel on TV in the last fucking 20 years. Jeff yeah. Loeb is a part of because people can't write these stories without him. The guy's a visionary. And if you've never read Long Halloween or Dark Victory or Hush, fucking go to your comic book store and buy them now because they're amazing. Amazing Batman books. Those are the stories that... Did you see how the producer for this, uh, Stanley Brooks, he's done, like, a bunch of Marvel stuff and did, like, production on, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is dope. Yeah, so the, the producer has also done that. Um, and then there's also another one of our producers. His name is uh, Nicholas Tabarrok. And my thing that I wrote down about him is that he also produced all three of the Kirk Cameron Left Behind movies. <laughs> so much Kirk Cameron! Fuck! Wow. I think we should just call this podcast Six Degrees of Kirk Cameron. Uh, Six Fuck. Degrees of Kirk Cameron. Candy and Swade and Six Degrees of Kirk Cameron. And Degrassi, because oh, we're getting oh, more. We're going to get there for sure. Did you ah! look up anything about the music? Hell yeah, I did. All right, did you... tell me about the music. You're going to get okay, it. So it's like this. Oh, my God. I can't read my fucking handwriting. God damn it. Composer Michael Tavera. Yeah, Michael Tavera. Uh-huh. Um, I was so impressed by this. This guy did like every 80s to 90s like movie to television series ever. So he's got Back to the Future, Beethoven, like the dog. Uh-huh. Um, Honey, We Shrunk, the kids, like, series, and also, I think, a couple of the movies, too. Casper series, House of Mouse, the Land Before Time series, and a couple movies. The Lilo and Stitch, and Emperor's New Groove series, and then yeah. currently, working on the Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, Star Wars Resistance series. Yes, yeah, so I wrote down, he's done... Uh, he has 129 credits. He did 65 episodes of that Lilo and Stitch TV show. He's done 38 episodes of Star Wars Resistance. 48 episodes of the Emperor's New Groove, like, high school show, which is what they did. Yeah. Emperor's New School. He did the movie Rocket Man with Harlan Williams. Love it. He did 14 Land Before Time movies. Damn, I didn't even know there were that many movies. Yeah, I literally went through his credits and <laughs> counted them on my hands. I like wrote. I just saw like, Land for four time notes. and I was like, yeah, no, yeah, dog, yeah. He did 14 of them. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then he did 52 episodes of Exo Squad, which is that hilarious cartoon that I talked about way earlier in one of these podcasts. I don't even remember <laughs> which episode, but it's like, yeah, there, there, there's callbacks, bro. Exo Squad. They're all connected. It's the biz. 
But yeah, I just I thought that was fucking crazy hilarious. I love that. I haven't watched that Star Wars Resistance, but I don't plan to. Yeah, you know me. I don't really watch series. It's not my thing. But some of them are funner than I could ever imagine. I just don't do it. I'm an idiot. Whatever. Rebels is good. You should watch Rebels. I think you would like that one. Who is Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> this is me changing the subject. Fucking Jamie. Who is Jamie? No, it's our girl, Kimberly J. Brown. Fwee, fwee, fwee. If you want to listen to us suck her dick, go listen to the Halloween Town episode. But she's kind of a weirdo. I don't know if I like her in this one. Yeah. It... I like her. I like her when she was more like, Halloween is cool. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, I get it. I get it. I, I do want to, let let, let's hit a few characters real quick, though. Just because the movie's easier to get into since nothing happens in this movie ever. Dad's name, Jim Grover. Yeah. Daniel Roebuck, 247 credits. He's one of these character actors. That you've seen we all in, know the face oh a million things he's in the fugitive and u.s marshals one of the few characters that overlaps from the two movies even though they're unofficial sequels he's in we were soldiers he's in the movie house arrest he's in 55 episodes of matlock he's in the movie money talks with chris tucker and charlie sheen who has aids <laughs> He's a detective in Final Destination. Double take with Orlando Jones and Eddie Griffin. Bubba Hotep about like a weird mummy looking for a Elvis <laughs> impersonator in a retirement home. Sorry. Great movie. That's cute. He's in OD. God damn it. <laughs> what an idiot. He's in Agent Cody Banks 1 Those. and 2. He's in The Devil's Rejects. He's in Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. He's in the, 9 episodes of Lost. He's in Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem and 3 from Hell. And most recently, he's a voice in Jedi Fallen Order, which is the worst Star Wars game ever created in the history it's of so time. so hard. It's not hard. It's just boring and dumb. Oh, it's so hard. They claimed it was going to be like an open story game, and it's just dumb. No, it's like, a straight it's story. It's an open story, and you drive to other islands and follow through the side-scrolling level we made for you. Fuck that it's... game and everyone who made it. You all suck. I okay. like the story. I like the storyline of it. They should have just made it a hard story. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. That's for our Star Wars podcast. Star Wars with Star Wars. Pandy and Glade. That sounds very accurate. Yeah, that'll be our next podcast. Yeah. When we get canceled for this one, we'll change our names and do it with <laughs> Star Wars. Those are our. Uh... After our everyone Sith, gets Sith names. mad at me for saying bad words, we'll cancel this podcast and do it again. We'll start Star Wars. Anyway, uh, the mom, Nancy Grover, mom. Elizabeth Moorhead, 30 yeah. episodes, or 30 credits, I'm sorry. She's There's only one credit that matters. Yeah, she's only on an one. episode of Seinfeld, the Pez Dispenser, I don't know she's it, the you Pez know it. Do you know the episode? Yeah, I know the episode. Do you know who you she sh plays? Yeah, she plays the pianist. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know this. That's amazing. Oh, my God. This episode is so good. 
Um, yeah, it's George's girlfriend, and they, like, totally interrupt her recital, and then she gets mad at George. That's hilarious. What I wrote down <laughs> is that she's in 23 episodes of a revival of Flipper sometime in the mid-90s. <laughs> that, that was a really entertaining one. That was a nice throwback to Flipper. Yeah, and then she's on 39 episodes of of a show called One World that was apparently kind of popular. I heard about that one. Um, We have a best friend named Zoe, Shadia Simmons. She is the African-American woman in A Color of Friendship. Please listen to that episode and find out about her. Also, her birthday is also in seven or eight days, just like mine. We have the same birthday, so... Happy birthday, bitch. Hi. DCOMS with Candy. Another one to add to the list. June 28th, represent. And then our boy Brad. Candace, tell us us about Brad. Fucking Jake Epstein. Um, If anybody knows anything about me, they know I love Degrassi. And he's Craig and Degrassi. The next One of my favorite characters. Uh, I used to have a big crush on him and Degrassi obviously because he was moody and a photographer but turns out he was just extremely extremely mentally ill and um, needed some help just like you and me in high school just like us (laughs) (laughs) why do you think I was it's okay we have a podcast now everything's gonna be okay keep listening everyone you you need a therapist I need a therapist too so jake epstein was also in mom's got a date with a vampire which i believe is our next movie and he did 52 episodes of a little show called the zach files did you ever watch that oh that sounds familiar i'm pretty sure it was like an abc family type show i bet it was canadian it was canadian and it was basically uh children's x-files he was a paranormal investigator. It was called The Zack Files. He did 52 so episodes of that before he was ever on Degrassi or this. So, I mean, the kid knows what I didn't he's even doing. I didn't even look anything up about him because I was like, you're Craig from Degrassi. And that's yeah. all I need to know. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I just looked it up on IMDb. And that also has Sean from Degrassi. So, it's all Degrassi characters. And I apparently need to watch that show. Canada. Canada, man. Canadian TV is superior. All right, well, now that we've wasted two and a half hours of everyone's time talking about nonsense actors from the last fucking ten years. Let's talk about how fucking nerdy these kids are. What is this movie about, though? Some babies are born. How many? Five. Because I thought it was seven. I thought it was seven. There's seven later. Well, no, there's five because it's like, Uh... it starts off with all the photos and... Yeah, they start with this. This movie is very like, let's talk about the present, which is my life is terrible. But before we talk about that, let's talk about how it wasn't terrible before. Yeah, they break the fourth wall a lot. And like for me, I literally wrote down a couple of times. It's all (laughs) fake outs. Like the whole movie is fake outs. Yeah, it is. It's a lot like Stepsister. Like, you know how that one they were like, were they rewinded? Yeah, it's that. This is all fake outs, though. So not only do we get just like a rewind, which at least in Stepsister, where they were like, oh, this is a thing that's happening. And then we'll deal with it afterwards. Like, and then we'll go back and tell the other story. 
In yeah. this movie, everything was just like, this is what <clears throat> happens. Nice, Burt Mike. This is what happens. And then fake out. Never mind. We went back. That never actually happened. And you're like. BRB. We could have 100% done this without that fake out. could have just taken it out. Yeah, it's like they were trying to do the Malcolm thing, kind of. Yeah, I get that. So I wrote down originally, like, the breaking of the fourth wall is creepy. And it doesn't do a good job. And we open with a movie of, like, this girl talking about, like, how her parents are completely obsessed with her because they're she's an only child. She's an only child. Neither of the parents went to, like, higher education of, like, like college or anything. So they're like, we can give you anything you want. You should go to college. You could be a doctor. You could be a lawyer. You could be a teacher. You could be anything you want to be. We'll support you. But you just have to be amazing and great at everything because we never were. And that's, like, the whole movie. Yeah, and she starts <laughs> off and she goes, like, oh, well, my dad is going to college so he can get promoted at his hardware store job that he works at. Yeah, is, he works at a hardware store, which is, like, fine, but, like, I don't right. know what you could aspire Be to. Be the manager at a hardware store, but college classes aren't getting you a promotion at your hardware no. store. No. Like, unless they're paying for the college, and then take that. So she then she says, like, her mom is, like, running a newspaper, right? I think she, like, writes stories for the newspaper. I don't know. She, did she run it? She's the editor. Oh, she's the editor. Editor-in-chief. Okay. Like, she runs it. Yeah, but so she's in charge, but, like, doesn't do that much. She kind says, of. my mom is scatterbrained. Yeah, they and need they, something to, like, focus on. They show that by showing her pour orange juice into coffee mugs and coffee into Coffee into juice glasses. As if... It even fucking matters. It's so wacky. How could she possibly do something like that? I remember one time I took coffee. So I don't know. I'm basic as fuck. I have like 18,000 mason jars in my house. So I pour my morning coffee into a mason jar because I put ice on it. And people are always like, oh, I thought you were drinking a cocktail. And I'm like. Damn, dude. Back to podcasting. You are lighting it up today. It's the spicy water, man. Yeah, you're drinking those Toba Chicos, bro. This shit's got a lot of bubbles in there. Spicy water. So, so yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I wrote down that she clowns on her mom. She makes fun of her mother for pouring stuff in her glasses, <laughs> and then she tries to drink juice out of a bottle and just dumps it all over her face like a fucking cocky. <laughs> Like it, she just use a glass. Like a wet T-shirt contest. She's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I absolutely oh, slipped and spilled, spilled all this juice all over me." And it's like, "Oh, thank God you're fucking eleven, because this would be awkward." And then, um, and they show how like studious Jamie is, like, and how she just like works super hard. And then they cut to a scene where she's working on her bike in her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was real interesting. I was like, you just have a full garage in your bedroom now. <laughs> oh my god, I'll get back to the bedroom. But yes, they <laughs> go to. This is not the exact moment when I want to address the bedroom, but it makes me angry very, like, in a little while. But they show it early, while. and you're just like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? They do, like, the pep rally, and then she's like, fake out again. 
No oh yeah, they do the they do the whole pep rally. It's no like a circus one's having and like... fun here, and it's like we could have done this whole movie without you talking to us. That's my biggest complaint about this movie, and I will say it right now: is that like stop fucking talking to me throughout the movie. <laughs> You're addressing bad. the audience. The audience does not want to be addressed. Uh, every time they address the audience, it's because they go, "We're bad at writing this movie, and we need the audience to know where we're at." Yeah, like, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Let's just make sure you do. So, fuck this movie, but while we're going through it, I'll tell you what happens. <laughs> yeah, the everyone, I don't, I don't even know. I don't understand this part. Everyone seems to be happy, and then all of a sudden we just get the, hello, I'm pregnant. Yeah, well, okay, so real quick, before we meet pregnant mom, we meet uh, the art teacher. Oh, the art teacher. Mr. Blackmer, who I wrote down, is a rapist. Yes. Um, <laughs> Very problematic. That relationship does not seem good. 28 credits, none of which I wrote down. But he seems to have a weird relationship with a bunch of students. And, you know, sorry for that actor. But uh, going forward on this podcast you're a rapist and you're creepy and we all hate you and we're sad. That relationship was too much. It was just too friendly. Yeah. You shouldn't. Have, yeah. It was, it's weird dog. It gets weirder later. Oh, so weird. we'll, we'll address that too. But that's what I wrote down. <laughs> I 100% agree. The vibes were, were not chill with that one. <laughs> not at all. Uh, and then we find out about uh, her dad's plan to go to magnet school. Oh, yes. That part. Science school. Science. I wasn't really sure about that. I was not paying attention enough during that part. I was like, they want her to go to just fancy science school and like, that's it. So, yeah, the dad basically is like, no one in our family has ever gone to college. And your only hope of going to college is if you go to this magnet school. So they, oh, okay. the whole crux of the movie is that they want her to go to the George Washington Magic School. And she's like, I'm actually a fucking idiot. And, and um, every time we look at my report card, it tells you that I'm an idiot. So why am I being pressured into going to a school that I'm not smart enough to go to? Exactly. This was also a good time to mention that I forgot when they used to give you your report card at school and not just mail it to you. And you would open your report card in front of all of your friends. Forgot about that. Uh, that never happened to me. No. Did it just get mailed? Maybe in like high school, but not like in middle school or elementary school. No, like I think because I went to private school, that's probably why. Maybe they did give it to us. Maybe they did. I don't know. I you know you don't know you what you're right. Elementary school, <laughs> elementary they didn't. Middle school they probably did give us our our thing. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But then they just mailed it to you after that. Either way, it was embarrassing. We compared ourselves to everyone. We didn't need to. And my parents didn't beat the shit out of me, regardless of what my scores were. We did okay. <laughs> but so, with all of this pressure, Jamie's kind of like, yo. Yeah, the pressure Brent, is to go Can to, you get off my back? To like, go to magnet school, right? Yeah. She's like, I just want to like, I don't know. I'm kind of, I kind of want to try some art and chill for a little bit kind of like do my own thing you know she talks about her dad who is apparently going to community college in order to get promoted at the what we find out very 
quickly is a hardware store yeah uh yeah it's like it's like a home depot Which style i can't load. imagine they're giving you a fucking promotion just for getting a degree like for real hey yo dog uh like maybe we're jaded hey, about hey, hey uh thanks for getting a college degree man we're gonna give you four extra dollars an hour for uh, all those uh student loans you'll never be able to pay back with four extra dollars an hour that's what I'm Why saying. Would like, you go to we're college all, to work at a we're also store? jaded on degrees. Like, degrees didn't get us shit. Like, millennials. No, but I mean, at least your it's degree like, got you a little something. This fool's degree is going to get him promoted at his hardware store. At a hardware store? Like, so, I mean, you do you. Like, you do grow you. Grow the fuck up, but... honey. Like, you're only making 26 bucks okay, okay. at Home Depot. Let's, let's flip it. Let's do get your degree. <laughs> Get a business degree. Open your own hardware store. Also, equally bad decision. <laughs> but then it would be like Beetlejuice, and it would be cute. Well, I hope he didn't open his business in fucking 2019, because uh, it's a rough look the last year and a half. But you know what? Does it matter? Because they ended up getting fucking pregnant. Yeah, well, Quince. all right. Well, real quick, the mom runs a tiny newspaper. And I wrote down that she has now killed herself because she couldn't adapt to the internet. So R.I.P. Mrs. Grover. Mrs. Grover. But uh, they're just overwhelming as fuck. And they nonsensically want her to... They want her to have a different life. School and we like... We want you to be the best science student so you can get into this school and go to college, which is whack because that's not what she wants to do at all. No, she wants to do her own thing, like art. But they want her to do the fucking... Go do the science fair. Science fair. And she loses to Brad. Brad is a straight-A student, and she's like a B-C student. So that's why he won? Well, they didn't do the science fair yet. No, that's where we're at. They didn't do it yet. She didn't do the science fair. No, there's a first year science fair. Remember? There's a first year science fair where she enters something and loses to Brad's electric roulette wheel. Oh, I don't remember that and part. And they was talk about it. how... It's probably because I drank five Topo Cheek alcoholic Topo yeah, Chicos fine. last night. Don't or the other it. night. Don't and worry about it. Didn't watch that so, part. <laughs> there is a first science fair and... I don't know what the fuck she invents, but it's clearly not enough to beat Brad. And Brad wins, and they make fun of Brad because no matter how much Brad wins, his parents still won't show up to see him or care about him. I Yeah, he has no parents. It's a running really thing throughout the movie where, like, Jamie's so mad that her parents are overwhelmingly into her. And he's like, well, I don't barely have parents. And he's so. like, I would literally kill you and all of my friends if my parents just told me they love me once <laughs> this r.i.p sad that's why he becomes craig and degrassi uh, this is his this is backstory is he the guy that shot the dude no Did but he he's shoot also, Drake? no but he's equally as troubled was drake in the wheelchair it's the same timeline. They're all involved. No, but is Drake the guy who went in the wheelchair? Yes. Drake yes. was the wheelchair kid. 
Yes. And now he's the biggest rapper of all time artist of the decade. Yes. Cool. Millennials and all of you, generation, whatever the fuck, can kill yourselves and eat everything. <laughs> you, you don't live up to the Degrassi Everyone who ever wants Degrassi or listens to Drake, uh, you're the reason why the world is going to end. And now back to your regularly scheduled Scheduled programming. programming. Your regularly scheduled decom programming. Let's talk about this uh, hospital scene. Well, wait. They don't want to tell her that they got pregnant. The parents. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do we tell her? Yeah. They're like, like, how do we take our single child and tell her she's going to be a sibling to many children? No, but I don't think these parents are smart enough to realize that they're making the decision about telling her that they're going to be siblings to many children. These parents are so dumb, and this is the one part about this movie that I hate more than anything, is that, like... <laughs> The parents are, aren't are even like, oh, we should tell her we're having five children. They're just like, eh, she'll get over it. Yeah, they're like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll like, be fine. They're about to have quintuplets, which they take, what, nine months to clean a room? They do. I, I fucking freaked out watching that scene. It's a nine-month pregnancy. There's no way. There's no way they can fit more than four people in that house. Nine month pregnancy montage where they just like pull 17 things out of a room and paint it. And I'm like, it took you all nine months. You could yeah, never have five children. You're so retarded that you couldn't clean a bedroom in fucking nine months. You're all those kids are going to die. I don't know how they did it. They were not prepared in any way, shape or form. I wrote but down that breaking just, the like, fourth wall is awful, and I hate it every time she does it. How do you feel about her breaking the fourth wall? It's it's just every time she does it, it's just awkward. She's just like, ha, ah, I'm going to throw this in here right now. Okay. Like, it's just a fake out. out. It's all a yeah. fake out. Oh, well, this crazy elaborate thing that you would never think would happen happened. And then she goes, just kidding. That's not what happened. And we're like, yeah, obviously. It's like every time it happens, I'm like, this is really weird. Why are they throwing this random scene in? Like, this seems silly. And then they're like, oh, never mind. It didn't happen. Like, I love the next scene uh, where they're actually delivering. The babies are coming. They're pregnant. The babies are coming. They're in the hospital. Why they would get, her like, friends go to the hospital? For support. I don't Why? fucking know. For support. Because she's by herself. Because oh, she's okay, by herself Candace, in the waiting room. You think that your friends, when you're 13 years old are going to show up and go to the fucking hospital with you. Okay, if you are an only child, both parents are in the delivery room and you're in the waiting room by yourself, like, who Bullshit. else is supposed to hang out? Bullshit. That's so whack, bro. Sorry you didn't have any friends when you were 13. No, I had friends and they wouldn't have done <laughs> whack-ass shit like that. They would just leave you by yourself forever. Well, no, I just thought I it was wouldn't great have gone that either. they... I would have been out drinking and going... Party. <laughs> My mom's pussy is going to be so wrecked. It's disgusting that you think about your mom like that. She had five <laughs> fucking babies. Anyway. Five fucking babies. Everything's just going to be okay down there. I thought Everything's going to be okay that... after you squeeze out five babies. Hold on. No. Stop. Relax. 
that's realistic. That's me being a grown up. That's me realizing that my mother's vagina has five children coming out of it. And let's be real. Yeah, that probably sucks. Hardcore. She better start sucking because I guarantee you vagina sex isn't going to happen for a while. (laughs) I don't think anyone that gives birth has vaginal sex for a long time. And then, all right, easy. I don't know about all that. We're going to get a bunch of emails. Just kidding. No one listens to this podcast. My joke is about how badly her titties are going to hurt. What? Women complain about having one baby breastfeed and how bad it hurts their breasts. And now she has five. There's no possible way as a normal human being she could provide five babies with breast milk and breastfeed that's, all of them. Yeah, that's what formula is for. I know, but... <laughs> she doesn't have to breastfeed all of them. She can give formula. All right, well... I that's hope... what formula is for, so you don't have to kill yourself over that. All right, well, I mean, I don't know anything about anything. I just know that... Like... <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm I... aware... Wade, yikes and yikes. If Wade, you have five I'm aware babies, that you don't have mammary glands. Uh, I too have mammary glands. You I, have all, I went through you a quarantine. I went through a quarantine. How do you know I'm not transgendered? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. All You've right. never revealed that part of your life to me. Exactly. And it shouldn't be my problem to tell you how to treat me. Sure. <laughs> You just tell me what you want, Suede. Exactly. What are your pronouns? I don't know. (laughs) That and it. All right. Non-gendered. All right. So anyway. She's got that Kate Gosling haircut. I thought you were about to say Kate Gosling pussy. And I was like, what does that mean? I don't understand. I don't know what that means. You tell me. I mean, she had five fucking babies. Oh, my gosh. My favorite part of this, too, uh, was not the 18 blow pops that they each had. but They all ate way too many. The fact that the couple gave the dad a teddy bear and pills to deal with the birth. That was my favorite part. <laughs> you, get, you get a teddy bear and pills. <coughs> You're going to need that. I'm going to need that, too, because this movie hurt my head. <laughs> oh, 100%. That's why it's so wild. It's like, yeah, five babies. This bitch has five babies. And the next morning, she just shows up back at the, at the house. Oh, yeah, we had five babies. Where are the babies at? I'm Where totally are the at? fucking normal. But I don't want to care about any of my babies. And you're like... Wait, what? Like, she just showed Can't back up. with this. How would you feed five babies? How would you feed five babies? Like, if you do have quints, and you're just one mother, your body doesn't make five babies worth of milk, does it? Like, isn't it just some babies are fed with bottles, and some babies are breastfed? And then, at that point, how do you choose which babies get breast milk and which babies get bottle milk. And at that point, does it mean that you like a couple of your babies more than you like your other babies? Um, I think this would have to be like a schedule situation where like everyone gets a turn. 
You mean like Fiona wants to do. Exactly. Let's bring it right back around to Canadian television because Fiona. Not even Canadian. Second City is Chicago. I don't know what that is. All right. Well, (laughs) I think it's like, I don't think she can just rotate five babies on her to her boobs to produce milk. Because no, I, know, I think it's just like every time I know it's women ready, who another one gets one baby, and they go like, "This shit is exhausting, and my boobies hurt." And yeah. you go, "All right, cool. Well, there's four more waiting to take a shift. I don't think that's happening." Yeah, they probably just rotate who gets to go next. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I think maybe they choose the two they like, and the rest of them get. I am them. never planning on having children, like so them. the. Uh... Well, thank uh, God, because you don't know how you so. deal with five of them at a time. Tight. Well, that's what we have fucking Fiona for. <laughs> you mean... <laughs> Who's from Shit's Creek. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. Well, so Fiona, Robin Duke, 51 credits, 78 episodes, Second City TV Network, which is Second City is kind of... Um, they are Never the... Heard. So, Second City Chicago, the biggest improv comedy group in the world. Like, Second City and Groundlings are, like, if you do improv comedy, like, Second City is responsible for practically everyone that was ever on SNL, which is, again, this woman spent, I'm sorry, where did I, uh, 59 episodes on SNL. As a writer and a cast member, but right. like, yeah, like Bill Murray, Jim Belushi, Chevy Chase, all of these people were Second City comedy people before they made it to SNL. That's and tight. she is one of the founding members of Second City and went on to do a lot of things. And still to this day, I believe she teaches comedy classes. Oh, what's up with her accent in this one? What accent? <laughs> She has like a fake Irish accent. Who? Or is it a real accent? Fiona. Well, Fiona. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Back the person we're talking about. Back you know, that one. I'm an idiot. Hi. Uh, yes, and. Um. <laughs> I love that she likes everyone to be on the same pee and poop schedule. Yes. That one makes me laugh. Right. As someone who is uh, slightly obsessive about timekeeping, that one made me laugh. Yeah, well, what made me upset about that is she was like, I'm going to be on everyone's time schedule. And she told Jamie, I'm going to make you the best babysitter ever. Which, again, this other child should not be forced to take care of the other children. Like, this is a thing, like, that I have a problem with. What What do you mean? We We shouldn't exploit children for free labor. You mean, yeah, we shouldn't expect this 13 year old to take care of five. Under the age, you know, of and you know what sucks? Babies the whole time. Her, you know what really sucks? Oh. It's her reaction to this is to stay later at school and do more school shit to avoid being with the babies. Like that's my nightmare. I don't want anything <laughs> to do with babies. I don't want anything to do with school. I don't want anything to do with either of those topics. Fuck these. This like, shit. I wrote talk all about a rock down. and a hard place. Fuck that lifestyle. Candy, I wrote all this down. <laughs> it's so wild that like, and her reaction is like, oh, I have to take care of these kids. And then her parents are like, well, we don't really care about you anymore. Even though her whole life was like, my, I wish my parents would stop caring about me. 
And then her parents stop caring about her and they have a bunch of babies and she's like, why doesn't anyone care about me? It's the classic, the grass is always greener. Uh, but guess what? Even Fiona can't deal with that shit and she quits, so... She quits, but also the art teacher... She's over it. I wrote something about the art teacher. Yeah, he's pretty gross. He's creepy as fuck. Yeah. I wrote down 100% a rapist. <laughs> Bert Mike... Well, everyone's freaking out about these damn babies because Fiona quits. And then we enter Alfred. Oh my god, do you know about Alfred? His name is Albert. Albert? It's Albert. It's Albert? I thought it was Alfred. Oh, fuck. No, it's Albert. Vincent Carraza, 104 credits. Yep, it's Albert. I wrote Alfred, and then I wrote Albert. All right, no, this is gonna hurt your, this is gonna hurt your brain, Candace, okay? Okay. So, he's in the movie Urban Legend. He's in Bride of Chucky. Four episodes of the famous Jet Jackson and the movie. He's in Bless the Child. And then he does voices in 22 episodes of Blade, Beyblade, 51 episodes of Braceface. He Braceface. is Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, he's like Xemnius, right? Kingdom Hearts 3 and Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories. Yeah, he's like Xemnius, right? I have no idea. Oh my god, you know who he is? But he is the voice of Darian. Damien! Darian. In every fucking Sailor Moon thing. Dub. Ever since 1993. And it's like 150 episodes of a show. There's like 20 fucking video games. There's like 30 fucking TV things. It is like this dude, people are like, ah, ha, 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 fuck you. Nah, bro, he well, has he a better career than half of Hollywood. He is making movies, and no one even knows who he is. He can still go out to eat and make $100 million. He was also in Cheetah Girls. That was a fun little addition. <laughs> I, I think I said that. Did I say that? No. I don't remember. Well, he shows up, and he becomes the Quince agent. Agent, right? He gets them television deals. For cutie pants. TV deals. The family was having a hard time paying for shit and life was hard. And so they recruited. They get hella diapers now. He showed up and now they get paid to have him like put the the kids in movies or uh, like commercials. And shit, oh, like right? the TV, TV spots. Yeah. With this new distraction that Jamie's working for on her art. Right. And the art teacher, Mr. Creepy is like, yeah, you're pretty good at art. You should you should keep doing that. Yeah, I mean, I hate it when she talks into the camera, though. Yeah, it's it's like she not does, quite at like the office level. It's like oh, she does all these not quite Malcolm fake out moments and like things where she's like, oh, this is what happened, and then it doesn't happen, and it's just like. And they do like a weird camera perspective thing too, which is kind of weird. Kind of blew my mind a little bit. Oh, it's like the Matrix thing. Where they do like the 360 yeah, like they camera literally kind of thing. do the Matrix thing. I I yeah. wrote that down. I'm like they do the Matrix thing where it's like oh my god, like we're at the they pep stop rally and like, and it's like they a rotate the whole degree frame. rotate of people frozen and you're like, "Wow. This is much more poorly done than they did in the Matrix." Like they didn't they didn't and... need this for a decom. <laughs> 
Maybe for Up, Up, and Away, it would have been cool, but not for this one about babies. Um, but basically, uh, Nancy hoes out her ki- kids on TV, right? For, like, marketing potential. Yeah, I mean, Albert's a creepy slime ball. He shows up and he starts pimping the kids out to this network and that network yeah. and commercials here and... Yeah, and ironically, like, Marnie slash Jamie ends up using her, like, observational skills to take care of the kids all the time because she knows all of them and learns each of their individual personalities and can master childcare. Don't you find it at least a little bit weird that the parents don't give a shit about their children and the middle daughter who's in... Eighth grade has to take care of every single one of her brothers and sisters constantly, and it is violently upsetting to me, I would argue. Yeah, no, and, like, as someone who could relate to a character with, like, high observational skills, why are they taking advantage of her to take care of the children so they don't have to do it? They're it's like, because oh, it's exactly so like... tired. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to be tired. You're a mother. But it's exactly like everything we talk about in all these fucking stupid ass movies is these dumb fucking morons hate their children and they want their children to do only what they want them to do, which is like follow the plan and ruin your life and uh, don't ever have fun and uh, we hate you and you fucking suck. It's So then obviously the next conversation that happens is between Jamie and her dad because the dad has to step in. He does the fun, like, backwards chair sit situation to have the conversation with her about how he's like, we don't want you to work overtime on the children, but, like, also we need your help yeah. because we suck at parenting. But then she also, what does she do? She gives him the old baby fake out. Yeah. She switches all the babies and goes, hey, mom and dad, you fucking idiot retards. How about you? I know more out, about your children than you. Yeah, how about do. you figure out which one of these fucking kids is which? Because you think they're all just one thing. A unit. A one unit. And not individuals. Yeah, and she's like, they're individual babies, you fucking assholes. How oh, you dare you ex- treat them like this? And they go, uh, we kind of totally actually know what we're doing. Maybe a little bit. And they barely pull it off. And while we're at it, while we're talking about this situation, you got to show up to parent-teacher conferences. Those are coming up, and I need you for those. Woof, daddy. Right? <laughs> Hello? Parent-teacher conferences. They have what a parent-teacher conference. Which, do the parents show up? No. <laughs> they don't show up? Why would the parents show up? Why would they show up? No. <laughs> So the reaction to this, she's obviously pissed. Her reaction is like, why can't I be involved with the Quints? Like, why am I not part of the Quints? Why am I not part of the unit of the Quints? So they're like, oh, we can get you involved. And fucking Alfred, Albert, whatever the fuck his name is. It's like, yeah, you could, why don't you be in the commercial? You should be in the commercial. How does that commercial turn out, Swede? Well, she desperately is telling her parents like, you guys aren't paying attention to me and I love you to death and I need you to care about me. And this mm-hmm. shit is getting wild as fuck because no one pays attention to anything. I'm good at art. I've invited you to an art show. I've told you about my art. I'm art. Art is dope. And her parents are like, Hey bitch, have you seen the Quints? 
you should come be part of this commercial. And when they invite her to be part of the commercial, because she's so desperately sad about no one paying attention to her, the agent goes, we'll put you in the commercial. And then he makes her a giant diaper. And she refuses to the be in diaper. the commercial. And That's the, one of my favorite moments, though. When she's in she the like diaper. Lifts, she lifts the truck. And she's in the di- giant diaper costume. And she's like, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's mad and dumb. It just, like, the part that angered me is just that, like, these are your parents. And you're supposed to, like, there's, you just had to talk about how much you want to be part of the family again and how they don't care anything about what you're doing because the quints have showed up and your life sucks and everybody hates you and he just throws her into that role though and then when she says i'm not wearing this the parents go all right well later bitch and then the next scene is them going like oh we wish you would have been in the commercial today and she's (laughs) just like fuck you guys you were right there when I told and you then, I didn't want to do it, you didn't defend me at all. And then fucking Brad has to roll in. Brad rolls in. And he's like, the fuck? I would kill for that attention from my parents. What the fuck are you talking about, bitch? Like, give me that attention. And she's like, I don't want that attention. That's not what I want. Like, I just want to be my own person. But she does want her parents' attention. And she's dumb and she won't admit right? it. And Brad, we have established from the beginning, is a sad, lonely loser whose parents hate him and never show up to anything. And every time he comes on fucking screen, they make sure to let you know that Brad is the smartest guy in the room whose parents are awful pieces of shit and will never show up to see him or love him. And it's quite hilarious because, yes, Brad does call her out. And then later on, we get to this point where the parent-teacher conference that you were talking about, she's mad that her parents didn't show up. And she literally, like, Brad comes over and he's like, what the fuck are you so mad about? Like, who, who cares? And she literally looks at him and I wrote down and it said, well, we knew your parents wouldn't come. Uh, Sorry. We knew, yeah, we knew your parents wouldn't show up. That was one of my favorites. Burt That's Mike! Like, but your that... Burt Mike on me <laughs> complaining about my parents or my joke was exactly what she did to him. <laughs> your burp on my joke was exactly what she did to him, which was he was like, oh, my parents didn't show up. And she was like, bitch, we all knew your parents weren't coming. <laughs> No one ever thought your parents were coming. You're a sad fucking loser. <laughs> How dare you compare your standards your... Are low. My parents love me and they show up to shit that I do and your parents suck. How My standards you? are way higher than your standards. So it was just so funny to me that she would say that to her friend. Well, we knew your parents wouldn't come. I wrote it down in quotes. <laughs> What a a horrible bitch, bro. Like, (laughs) your parents show. God damn. Poor Craig, dude. Brad. Uh, It's Craig. It's It's Craig. It's Craig. It's Craig. No, it's not. His name is Brad. Isn't it Brad? You know, (laughs) that's his name on Degrassi. (laughs) His name is Brad in the movie. Craig is his name in Degrassi. 
Oh, if you watch Degrassi, it's way funnier. <laughs> yeah, his name is Brad. Fuck you. I know what's up. You're wrong. Oh, it's Craig. <laughs> All right. I love Degrassi too much. I gotta stop with that. Oh, uh, you're garbage. <laughs> Canada sucks. Canada's great. I love it. All right. <laughs> so I wrote down, once again, this movie is about parents forcing their children to do things that they don't, they don't want to do, do. <laughs> there's no other plot and i can't even describe how much i hate all of the fake outs yes and but he's still doing fake outs which is like well this is what happened next ha gotcha and it's like dude come on just we could have chopped out 25 minutes of this movie and then they saved the entire plot of the movie for the last 20 minutes i don't know and what the plot is but we find out, Jamie finds out that her art is going to be featured in an art show. Yes, you're right. Right? So, the, well, Mr. Creepy we, Art Teacher. Can we just say right away, because i got to start this off. <laughs> just the school art show. Yes. There's Not nothing else special. happening here. They all make this act like it's the end of the fucking world. You're going to be an Olympic gold medalist at art. It's it's yeah. so unbelievable to me the it's, way they're like Yeah, it's not like her winning the award will get her into like a fancy like art school or something we're like if you it was the school art show which means like cool every artist in the school gets a spot in the art show. Yeah. I mean like there's a little bit of like a bonus on that but like it's not it's not that much. It's really not. No, it's insanely but simple. It, you know what? It means a lot to her. That's her trying to find her own voice and her own person. Respect. She wants to do her own thing with her parents. You know, like they all have this whole lifestyle with the babies and whatnot. And she's like, hey, I'm doing my own thing. I'm going to be in this art show. Y'all should come to my art show. Well, and they, and they go, we don't give a fuck about your art show, bitch. No one cares about anything you do. And then she goes, oh, just kidding. Fake out again. I mean, I guess. And it's so lame that they do another fake out where she's like, no, just kidding. My parents were actually excited. Yes. And it's like, yeah. well, why do we have to have the thing where they didn't care? Why couldn't they just be excited about it? Right why couldn't away? they just be excited in the first place? Why couldn't they just go, all yeah. right, good job drawing pictures of It's babies. like they're trying to make it seem like it's her anxiety, but it's not her anxiety. She's just weird. And her parents are assholes. Yeah. But I mean, like they were actually excited for this one. So it's like. They're it was fine. stressed and worried, but they're still assholes. Yes. But they were excited for the art show. Until. <laughs> until. Until. What happened? Until. There's always an until. There's always the but. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Parents they get invited of the year? To, uh, parents of the year. By the governor? They win parents of the year. Yeah. From the governor. It's just weird in general. Like, I don't think there is a parents of the year situation for the state. It's weird that they were invited. It's more like, hey, you guys want publicity for the state. Yeah. And so Albert, the agent, comes over and yeah. tells them, you're going to be parents of the year. And they get so excited that they run upstairs to celebrate. And Jamie looks at With their the invitation babies. and sees that it's the same night of her art show. And so she cries dun, like a dun, little, dun, instead dun. of confronting her problems, like a grown up and going, Hey mom and dad, that's actually the same night as my art show. 
So it might be cool if you. Oh, didn't, she does. She. If you didn't do that. She does that, the the chin quiver. No, she just runs away and cries and runs to school, and rips yeah, she, all of she her does, drawings up. She does the chin quiver, the fun chin quiver, where she's really sad. And acts like a giant dumb idiot instead of just confronting her problems. Hey, Instead bitch, of being an independent. Welcome to being a fucking grown up. Why don't you just tell these motherfuckers how you feel? Yeah. No. She is forced with a lot of motion. I totally understand that. She rips totally up get all that. her drawings. But she rips up all of her art. The art that's going to be featured. The art so that's going to be probably winning awards. She I'm just rips it up. So tired of my parents not caring. Even though their children are my inspiration for my excellent art. And Brad fuck. literally says, go fuck yourself. You're being a dickhead. I would literally trade everything in my life from my parents to just look at me the way they look at you when you come home. It gets full after school special. <laughs> full after school special. Which is She's like crying. The super the smart friends are guy, like, his life is sick. Everybody's like, your life is great. And he's like, my parents don't even look at me in the eyes. Ever. And cre- and then creepy art teacher goes, oh, you didn't rip all of them yet. <laughs> we can still show these guys and you can make some more. Yeah, it's, it's fucking <laughs> okay. amazing. And then she's like, I don't want to do it. I'm bitter. Wah. But then she's in class and the principal shows up and tells her like, oh, no, somebody's sick. And, and then creepy art teacher drives her. In his creepy VW bus. Oh, yeah, that was a little troublesome for me, too. That was like, of course he drives a VW bus, right? And, yeah, and so she goes to the hospital, and she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, um, I'm so sad that Adam got hurt. And the parents are like, yeah, I mean, we're glad we finally figured out that there's five different babies. Yeah, Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, wait, you mean It wasn't. The, 14, the quints aren't sick. The fourteen-year-old girl figured out before you that there was that they're individuals, different babies. What in the fuck are you talking about? But yeah, it's yeah. gotta be the dramatic event that brings them all together. They start talking. Shit goes down. And Albert fucks the mom in her gigantic they air, octomom. They air all that dirty laundry. The quintuplet mom does pornography because she wanted to follow they make money the steps of octomom yeah they all make money they get to live off those royalties for the rest of their life now she has an only fans and you can follow her and the quint <laughs> recently appeared on we're desperate to date anyone on fox TV. yeah <laughs> it's like she does mess porn now it's all good is that octomom more but did Octomom wear a mask? Is that why you said that? What? You said mask porn. I said mess porn. What does that mean? <laughs> Have you not seen those like Facebook videos that go around where it's like weird couples and they like make weird food on the countertop? It's like a weird conspiracy oh, thing. Mess. Mess. Yeah, oh, no, all of those Where they, like, make food on the countertops of, and they're like, oh, look at this food. And all like, of those people can kill themselves, I 100%. I don't understand it. It's a, it's a weird conspiracy. I don't understand it. That's wild. 
Anyway, this movie sucked ass. Yeah, and then um, so after they all have this cute heart to heart, they dump Albert. They're like, "Bye, bitch. We don't want you." Yeah, you want to be a family again? Well, I mean, Albert sucks. He's always like, "Oh, well, your baby's sick," and like, let he he tells them straight up, like, "Let's get a fake baby in here," and they go, like, "Wait, <laughs> what?" And he's also, like, "Well, we'll just um, get another baby, and we'll say it's Albert because we yeah, got to market a fun these fact. twins." They they had twenty babies in this movie. Is that an actual fact? Yeah, it is an actual fact. They had, they hired twenty babies to play the five babies in this. That because of labor laws. Is ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently, newborn babies can only be on screen for fifteen minutes at a time, oh, and then I... they have to take like thirty minute breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all about yeah. that. And I kind of figured, which is why there was very little baby screen time. Yeah, very minimal screen off time. screen, babies doing this, babies doing that. Anyway, the cry. point of the movie, at the end of the movie, this bitch does what? Like, say, her parents are finally like, oh my god, we're sorry we wanted you to go to magnet school, and uh, we're glad you're good at art. And uh... Yeah, and then it's weird because they kind of like wrap up the movie they're like yeah we're all chill with each other and you know everyone's chill with everyone we like this like we're a family unit now and then they introduce like another drama with like don knots and all that bullshit and then they're like yeah we're gonna have a second wave of drama oh my just god just to bring the family I back together we forgot about that <laughs> you forgot about the don knots part so yeah so like <laughs> They end the movie, she and then gets... 20 minutes later, they end the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, yeah, so, like, Jamie gets, like, oh, you're going to be the head of the They're gonna art show. They're going to be parents here. You're yeah, going to well... be featured at the art show at the school, and she tells her parents, and they're like, dope, we're going to be there. And then the parents are like, oh, no, we are getting honored as parents, like, of, the year, parents of the year by the year, governor. By the governor. So we Big have to deal. show up, and it's the same night of Jamie's art show. So yes. she gets all butthurt because her parents completely forget about her because they're complete garbage monsters. Which is why she destroys all her art. Which is why we forgot about it because we also suck because obviously none of this movie had any stakes in it, and it was incredibly whack. And I can't Everything wait to start recording movies that I care about again. But Don Knotts shows up. And he's like, I want to see those babies. Don Knotts from the Andy Griffith Show and the Incredible Mr. Limpet, which is the best movie of all time. He's the governor, and they think that they're just supposed to show up as the parents to be parents to of the year. Plus and five. he's like, what do you mean? Why would I ever invite you to be parents of the year if you didn't bring your without the babies with you? I only invited you so I could take photos with you. Which is, I feel like, how Donald Trump started his presidential campaign. I just want the babies. I just want you to show up and take photos with me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize those. I just want to kiss. I just want to kiss thing. babies. That's a. Oh no! He, he just wants to kiss babies. He was kissing nineteen-year-old girls before he was kissing babies, and he had a great job doing it. The problem is Don Knotts, the incredible Mister Limpet. He's very angry that they didn't have any babies around. Marnie and her friends eventually make it downtown with the help 
of a few bikers Mr. for creepy absolutely no, Mr. Creepy, the art Okay, teacher. why were the bikers on the subway? For no reason at all. Why did the they subway? why did they require them for any And help? then they just like walk off the subway together? I wrote down really creepy bikers. It was dumb. It's not like the bikes helped them get anywhere. No, they, they just were on the walked. subway. They Motorcycles got, were not involved. They were just bikers on a subway. They got carried by muscle. tiny children. And it was very uncomfortable. They were just muscle. I guess. Right? And then they run, the kids run away and go immediately to the art show. And then apparently the parents finally realize at the very last minute that they're like giant oh, pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. Art show. Huge garbage assholes. Yep. And they show, show up the art show. With Don Knotts. Hey, uh, oh, sorry we forgot about the only thing that's ever mattered to you in your entire life. We were thinking about us. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> also, I love that they were like, oh, we showed up at the last second. And it's like, no, that art show is going on for like an hour. You were probably at the award. They showed up for the art award for like ceremony, an hour. which also is like, come on, dude. You won the award for best art in your school. Yeah. Can we but... not act like this is like a thing that people care about? Like, I mean, some best people... art in your school is like, oh, I farted the loudest at camp. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> Can we worry about real shit? <laughs> I mean, art's pretty tight. Uh, like her it. art wasn't very tight. It was just baby her. Eye, her art was not very tight. It was just baby faces. But she did she... it. She basically just copied the Gerber uh, baby artwork and put it on a bigger piece of paper. This movie sucked. After Don Knotts, that's it. We gotta, we gotta get better movies. Yeah, this one was just like they had Don Knotts in the last five minutes, like how they kind of had Sinbad in the last one. Yeah, it's like that was about it. Let's do something cooler, man. And Marnie, we just like Marnie. Marnie's cool, but again, it's like, I, I don't know, man. These movies, these last couple are rough around the edges. I wouldn't give this a five out of five quints. That's for sure. <laughs> How many babies would you give this oh, one? I would, I would give this a four abortion movie. <laughs> four abortion. It's an abort four one, of one, those babies. One out of five babies abort can survive. four of those babies and take one of them home with you. Like. Only one can survive. Everything else about this movie was bad. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun to joke about. It wasn't fun to watch. It was exhausting. I did like the there one girl's no inflatable backpack, though. That was cute. There was no plot. There was no plot. Everything happened in the last My parents week. got pregnant, and now I'm sad. Get over but it. But also not sad at the same time, because they are the inspiration to my apparently excellent artwork. Yeah, exactly. Get over it, bitch. That's what this movie should have been called. <laughs> Get over it, bitch. Fucking A. She just wanted to be her own person. Well, that's she, all. She accomplished being her very own incredibly boring person. Yeah, everyone was boring in this one. It's fine. I was wondering. You know, I remember two this movies movie. were I, a little lame, and I feel like maybe. I always our... remembered Quince, and I couldn't remember why, and it's just because there were five babies, and that's yeah. the only reason why I remembered it. There's well, five babies. I think I speak along with you when I tell our listeners that, like, these last two episodes, they're just movies that we weren't that passionate about. But we're getting back into into some bangers. Rage to Run was at least better. And we're going to get into some Oh, yeah. Movies. The, next, <clears throat> the next one's your favorite. 
we'll have some more things to say, but like this shit is like woof, daddy. What do we do? Pretty true. What do you do with this boy? Well, the next one we get more Lawrence Brothers, so that'll be a fun one. What's the next one? It's the other me. For real? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was mom. And then it's and then it's mom. Oh, all right. Yeah, I thought it was mom's got a date with a vampire. Oh, other me is great. I'm all about some Lawrence. Get that one first. These movies are going to be bangers. We tried our best during these last two, but you know. Eh, horses are cool. Thanks, Lawrence Brothers. Yeah, I like to think I'm fairly entertaining either way. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well. This one got one baby bottle out of five, so. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Sorry, that one was a struggle. That was cute, though. We got Marnie. We got Marnie. I mean, yeah, we'll get uh, whatever. It's not our fault. This movie is about children. (laughs) We don't like babies. Fuck that. Why would we ever care about having five babies at a time? Let's watch an entertaining one next time. And that's when we'll see you same drunk, on the flip side. Some drunk something. Same same drunk time? Same drunk place? Is that what you say? Same drunk place? I don't know. I don't know what you say. I don't know either, man. <laughs> well, I guess rate review and subscribe. <laughs> Booyah! You can go to work, you can get paid, you can do it all with candy and suede. You can get drunk, you can get laid, you could do it better with candy and suede. It's decoms with candy and suede, oh yeah, decoms with candy and suede.